All right, welcome everybody. The first ever episode of uh, End to End. This is Peter Fivefoot, and this brand new episode, we'll be talking about all at the NHL, National Hockey League, all of its happenings, and I'm with my co-host Thomas Bavaro. How you guys doing? This is this is co-host Tom Bavaro speaking, and I'm here to help out today with some hockey. Well, you're not helping out. You're going to be part of the entire yeah, of podcast. Course. Part, yeah. This is this is our podcast, so this yeah. is going to be great. We will obviously break you in this first episode of. Uh, I mean, do you want to do it? Do you want to do the sad news? Do you want to? Bring oh up? yeah. Look, I mean, it's not hockey related, but yeah. Well, might we as well. want to start off with the sad news that I'm sure many of you have heard yesterday with the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant. Now, right, Kobe Bryant was not just any NBA player. He was a legend to all of us. He was a hero. Um, he was an icon. He was a legend, and he's a five-time. Uh, he did a lot of accomplishments in his time as uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers, and off the court as well, right? Yes, he was a five-time champion. He's pretty much did a lot of everything he could do to accomplish himself as one of the greatest Lakers of all time. And uh, he died yesterday in a tragic uh, helicopter accident, along with his 13-year-old daughter Gianna, as well as seven others were on board as well. So we want to send our thoughts and prayers to. The entire Kobe Bryant family, to the entire family of Kobe Bryant and everyone else who's lost their lives. And what do you say on that, Peter? Uh, I say it's horrible. It's something that just you know you, you you can't you can't make this up and you can't prepare for. But I tell you that definitely has to happen. Now I was watching as we get into our hockey well, talk. I, just, I was watching. Oh okay. no, it's related to Kobe Bryant. I was yeah, watching some you know memes and videos and stuff that come up on the internet as as we children tend to see. And all about Kobe Bryant, heaven as he absolutely is, with his daughter playing basketball. And it started me thinking, as I am a huge hockey fan, what it would be like, field of dreams, build they will come, what it would be like uh, to uh, up there if there was a heaven hockey game. And I just remember, I remembered that the entire production line is up in heaven. Sid Abel, Ted Lindsay, yes, Mr. Hockey those, himself, Gordy yes, Howe. Imagine, imagine playing a... Imagine playing a game, a hockey game in heaven against the production line. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. But, yeah, that's something you really can't uh, prepare for. So let's go to today's uh, – we'll, we'll go through the scores right yeah. now. And then, I, I mean, we just go through topics. We could just go through whatever topic you want to go through. Yeah, you want to go just, talk about Seattle. You want to talk about the Red Wings. We, we, go, we go there. But just one thing before we go on. All of our – again, across here, all of hockey and sports – all of our thoughts and prayers uh, with the Bryan family. are with the entire Bryant family. So I hate to start a video like this, but we just want to, you know, let you guys know. So uh, let's prayers. look at the scores right now. Uh, there's a minute 41 left in the third period right now. It's a close game. Washington has the Habs on the ropes. They're three. They're up three to two in the third period. The Devils are beating Ottawa two to one. Uh, the Habs have just emptied their net. Uh, the Maple Leafs have a four to one lead over oh, Nashville yeah, with 19 Nashville. seconds left. In Tennessee, and the Lightning are tied on in a nationally televised game in Dallas, Texas, against the Stars. Obviously, there will be the Vancouver Canucks, St. Louis Blues game, and the Ducks Sharks tonight. And they were also, and also early today, most of these, pretty much almost all the whole games were paying their tributes to Kobe Bryant, which that is a great, classy tribute. Uh, that's that that's true, right? So what? Um, let's try to see what where we should go go from here. Um, uh, you look at the standings, and I want to specifically go when we, as we look on news stories. What do you uh, what do you think with the Pacific Division? Let's 
Oh, go ahead, dive right into the Pacific Division. What is your thought on this division? Because it's a very insane one. It's, this is a wild division. I'm it gonna really, say. it really. You're right about that. And look at the top three. You got the all Western Canadian teams. You got the Canucks. You got the Oilers. You got the Flames. It's the Smythe division from the '80s and the '90s. Wow, that's really what you got there. It's like a reunion Sons, there. Sons Winnipeg Jets. Now you look at the Pacific Division. The Vancouver Canucks have a one-point lead of the Pacific Division. They haven't been leading the Pacific Division since, I want to say, 2013. They hadn't really been. It pro- I think it was 2013. And it didn't They really have been a top team this, this year. They've got through, if you've watched the Vancouver Canucks, as I have, as that's one of the teams I root for, they, they pull in with a lot of speed. They have a potent power play. They have uh, – Alex Pedersen, you talk about Paul Horvat. You want to talk about JT Miller, stands in front of the net, deflect shots, on and on. And they've got a hot goaltender, right? Yes. Got to have a good goaltender. Always and Markstrom is Markstrom. one of those guys that's played well. They don't have the greatest defense, but they have a consistent enough defense with Tanev and Edler. And obviously, you're led by the superstar, young uh, Quinton Hughes. Yes. Quinn and he's Hughes. really. It was All-Star. I don't know if you watched it. Did you watch the All-Star game? Did you see some of the I stuff he did? did see the – I saw part of the All-Star, but I didn't watch the majority All-Star game because, one, I was out seeing a movie in 1917. If you haven't seen it, go see oh, it. Oh, I got to see that movie. It's a really good movie. That's, and, um, that's really good. I was just getting settled in. But I did watch some of the All-Star game, I'm not going to lie. And I saw Green Day. Did you see the performance from Green yeah, Day? Yeah, but I, we'll good. get there. We'll, we'll get there. Um, speaking of Green Day Holiday, for all you Vancouver Canucks fans out there, but – I don't know if you saw the move uh, said Quinn Hughes put on uh, Jordan Binnington mm-hmm. in the All-Star game. He put him he put on with about three, four deeks. Wayne Gretzky was on the on the bench going, whoa. He was really – it was an incredible move he put on. And this kid has some future. That's what this team is. Even if they miss the playoffs, they've got a lot of future and they've got a lot of talent. The Canuck? Oh, thus, yeah. Thus no why they're on top of the division. Then you have the anomaly – no, it's the Edmonton Wild Oilers. Oh, sorry. We're just going to go through the Pacific Division now. Okay. Yeah, the Edmonton Oilers and uh, – Calgary Flames. Right, but I'm – no, I got that, but I'm going to touch on Edmonton. Oh, yeah, Let's, of let's touch one on Edmonton. Team, yeah, yeah, one team So it's time. an uh, anomaly. This team is an anomaly because they have two of the greatest players in the world. Mm-hmm. They have a top 20 player, Leon Dreisettle, and they have the best player in the league, mm-hmm. Connor McDavid, right? Yes, uh, Capitals 26 have scored, oh. wins. Oh, yes, score update. Capitals have scored empty net. Empty net or 4-2, that's about it. That's about it. It's all over, but uh, the crimes was screaming. Backstrom. Backstrom got empty net. Okay, great. That's awesome for you. Capital fans, you know that at the end of the night, you're going to go from uh, 71 points to 73, which, would, which would put again. you, I believe, yeah, still for first. seven good. points above the Penguins for first in your division. Which obviously helps. Uh, back to Edmonton, you have the greatest player in the world. Yes. Right, Connor McDavid. You have Leon Dreisaitl. You have two decent goaltenders in Mikko Koskinen, who signed that big deal last year. Uh, on Koskinen, were you a fan of him signing that deal? I didn't really pay attention to that, but I thought that was a good signing. I thought the term was too much and the money was too much. Well, I didn't think the money was that bad. Okay. I thought the term was a little bad. They, they gave I him, kinda, I think, I three or four years. Again. They gave him three or four years for a guy who had played in the KHL. A guy who played in the NHL, but he he didn't have great NHL numbers, but he had these monster KHL numbers. And we obviously know it's played differently in the Continental Hockey League. We'll go into the OHL and the AHL, KHL later in the show. 
But anyway, they have him, and they also have Mike Smith, and Mike Smith's a playoff goaltender. Yes. Remember Mike 2011 Smith. when he played the Bruins as a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning? Mike Smith. And helped oh. serve. And, yes. and he And he helped uh, Rollison when Rollison was injured. Had that great run with the Coyotes the following season. Oh yeah, that's right. Twenty twelve. Uh, this is a guy. That was an awesome game year for the one, Coyotes. yeah, game one last year against Colorado. He had an incredible game. This is a guy who's been fighting it all year. But if you get into the playoffs and you need a player, very Yarstov Halak like, if you need a goaltender to step in, you can call in a Smith. Uh, and if Edmonton makes the playoffs, I don't know who they start. I believe they'll start Koskinen. But obviously, and they trail actually one point behind Vancouver. They might trail two or three, depending on what happens tonight when Vancouver plays St. Louis. But the anomaly to me for Edmonton is the the whole thing with the first line. Do you think they'll ever find a guy to fit in with Drysaddle and McDavid? That's hard to tell. And who would Probably. that be? Like, who would that be? Like, I'm going to pick your brain. Like, what would you say – who would that personally be that you would put together if you were Kenny Holland? Uh, you would put on the line with Leon Dreisel or Conor McDavid. It doesn't. It doesn't even have to be a player. Now it could be. You could just say, like you got get a guy from a draft or trade for someone. I I, I personally, I'm not sure on that. Me too. Me I'm too. not sure on that. I'm not too sure on that, that boat. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely see they they they're gonna need to go on the trade deadline. They didn't do anything last year. The trade deadlines. Uh, speaking of that, that is quickly it's approaching. Coming. Yes, and if any of you follow my YouTube channel, the puck drops here. We're gonna uh, two of us are gonna have a video, a live stream of the trade deadline when it when it happens. And when is that? TSN uh, Monday the twenty fourth. Should be of okay. Yes, I... Calgary is the team as a guy who. Who supports the Canucks as a, and as a person, just in general, as a hockey fan, they uh, they scare me, like positively. Which team? I'm sorry, Calgary scary. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, I could. Everybody time. was thinking Calgary or bust last year. The way this team is built and the way that everybody's underestimating, mm-hmm. this team could win the Stanley Cup. Oh, They're that good. They really are. They're that good. Wow. 26-19. Giordano still has a good, still has, uh, is still having a good year, right? Yeah. He's scoring a few goals. He's still calling the assist. He wasn't Norris like he was last year, but he's still really good. Johnny Goudreau said, I'll hold my beer, and he's rocketed to a whole nother level. To Chuck's really, to Chuck's played really well. To Chuck's played really well, and so has Monahan along. This is a team that is built to win in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're in a division. They didn't start great, but they've climbed their way up to with, with teams that they can battle with. They played decent against the Oilers, and they've in the last uh, uh, century they've really owned Vancouver. They really have. They have owned the Canucks. And when we look at goaltenders, because we looked at goaltenders, obviously Vancouver at the back of Demko. What you're bringing into the playoffs is you're bringing in Talbot, and you're also bringing in Riddick. Riddick to me is the guy they're going to start. Yeah, because Riddick has played well. Yeah, but Calgary, Calgary trade deadline, trade deadline, trade deadline, trade deadline. If you're Calgary, you have to buy. If you're the general manager of the Flames, who what would you uh, uh, go and grab? Can you give me some examples? 
I don't know, position player. Position like, players, yeah. No, I, no, no, listen, Any listen, listen. Like a goal, would you get a goaltender? Would you get a forward? Would you get a defenseman? That's hard to player? tell since they're really top. Because Calgary, I would try to go after Andres Antonisiu from the Red Wings. Okay. A guy who gets fired a puck. And you want extra goals there? I don't know. Last year they needed a goaltender. I don't know if I would go after a goaltender. But if a Jonathan Quick or a Jimmy Howard is available and you don't have to pay that much for him – that's a that's a player that I would totally be into uh, completely going after. So that's the third. Number four in the division are the Coyotes, who, if you remember last year, yeah. almost made the playoffs. They did. And they are now, in first place in the wild card. Yeah, they're fourth in the Pacific Division. Yes, but first in the wild card. And they're card, only one really point good. behind Vancouver for first place as well. That's it's another team that plays tomorrow, I believe, or I believe it's tomorrow, the Arizona Coyotes. Play against against the excuse me as I get it up. Yes, they play against Anaheim on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So Arizona, to me, what 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 do you see? What do you see in this team? Arizona. Yes. Oh, it's it's a good. They deserve it. You know, it's been a while since they made the playoffs. What do you see? I, I I know the franchise, but what do you see in this team right now? Do you think this is a team that? Can contend for a Stanley Cup? Do you think this is a team that can make the playoffs? Well, where do you see? I say this they team? could have a deep playoff run. They it's could. looking good, looking promising. I agree with that, but the number one thing that has to happen is that Arizona Coyotes have to get the puck, the puck in the back of the net more often than they have. Mm-hmm. This is a team that has excelled it defensively and goaltending in a league that doesn't do as well. Uh, that playoffs kind of the scoring gets lower and you have to hit more, but they need goal scorers. Your Conspice trophies are usually won by goal scorers. We saw Ryan O'Reilly. We saw Vetchkin, Crosby, right? You are right about that. So Arizona needs a guy to put the puck in the net. We're supposed to be Taylor Hall. He hasn't played great. He's played okay. But now he's in a serious Stanley Cup. He's going to have to, when they make the, with the Coyotes, when they make the playoffs, he's going to have to kick it up a notch because he's had the playoff games under his belt. He's played five playoff games. He scored a couple of playoff goals. I believe he has eight points in the playoffs. He needs to start to rev it up for them because if you're just counting on Phil Kessel and Oliver ekman Larson to score, they, what they'll do is they'll if they count on Phil Kessel to score all the goals in a first-round series against uh, the Blues or the Canucks or the Oilers or the Flames or the Avalanche, and Kessel is the guy that – requiring to score every goal and make every huge play, the Arizona Coyotes are going to be out in five. Oh, because Phil Kessel, right. we saw this in Toronto. What happened? Oh, yeah. He was – he had too much – well, not just the playoffs. They gave him too much of a, a responsibility to score goals, and he had an issue in a prime area of scoring all of the goals and so much pressure on the kid where now he's not asked to do so much. So in the playoff time – they should ask Taylor Hall to do as much too. This is a team that has to find ways to get the puck in in the back of your net. And for me, you have to have a guy step up. But really, the player that players that need to step up, in my opinion, you're looking at your Christian Fishers. Yeah, Connor Garland. Mm-hmm. All of your young players for the Arizona Coyotes have to step up. And then second in the division, you're looking. Or not second in the wild card. Excuse me, fifth in the division. Vegas Golden Knights. Are they Golden Knights? Right. And another, another, another I just anomaly. Have a really annoying question. 
Why would they fire Gerard Gallant? Why would they fire Gerard Gallant? Because Peter DeBoer was was available. I mean, I'm going to have to say he wasn't doing a completely. It was a good job. point, and it was a good point because he's had a 600. He's had an over 600 winning percentage with the Vegas Golden Knights for three years. He had a 550 winning percentage with the Panthers when they when they fired him ahead of the game against out of the game against the Hurricanes, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't exactly. To me, if this team makes it to the playoffs, I think they can win the Stanley Cup. Obviously, who knows? The number one guy. There's one player who has to show up and carry the team. I'm sorry, but it's Mark Andre Fleury. It is because he hasn't played a great amount of games this regular season, which tells me that that uh, DeBoer and this entire organization is saving Fleury for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to see more from Pacioretty and Mark Stone. Yeah, for sure. I also want to see more from Shea Theodore. This is a team that is playing very similar to Nashville. They are not playing to the extent that they should be playing. So Vegas. But uh, it's weird where Arizona is ahead of Vegas. Edmonton and Vancouver are ahead of Vegas. But... Arizona and Calgary, not even Arizona. I, I really feel that out of all these teams in the Pacific, as uh, I'll touch on the Sharks. Yeah, Sharks, Ducks, Kings, rebuilding, basically rebuilding slash reloading. Sharks are trying to get back in that rebuilding phase. Yeah, They've been Sharks dominant are, for so long. Sharks are in like, well, at least they got They're in a limbo. They were in a limbo. They're going to be have to be in a full rebuild. But the team end of this division, I. And I'm, as I told you guys, I root for the Canucks, but the team out of this division that's the scariest, the most dangerous, that has the talent and has the position to win a Stanley Cup now yes, are the Calgary see. Flames. Yes, for sure. Um, so as I feel about that, uh, I'll just get at you with a, another point. Uh, this is this is all you. Just whatever NHL oh, – oh, actually, we'll go through the scores – and then Tom, whatever NHL related you want to talk about, the Seattle, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. What, whatever sure, you want to talk about, you do. Just we'll have a conversation on that, and we'll really yeah, sure, no get into this. As obviously this is our first episode, so we're kind of uh, molding our way through. But yeah, this is this has been great. Um, we oh, you got a final score. Yes, the Capitals did win four to two. Uh, congratulations, Capitals fans. You guys are. To 73 like points. Canadians now fall to 22, 22 and 7. The Canadians are, are staring three straight playoff, uh, three straight uh, golfing seasons right in the face. Yeah, well, we shouldn't maybe bring that up. Let's say No, that. they are. It's Well, I, I do get your point. I'm not. I'm insulting Canadians fans. <laughs> they are. This is something Mark Bergevin has to look at. You are and right since about we get that. at that, because this is not as we, – we both work on a radio station, so we kind of ha- always have to be uh, – PC and not trying to offend anybody, but this is this is our own podcast. So be candid. Do you think Mark Bergevin should be fired? Yes, I absolutely yes. believe he should to be me, fired. He's like hockey equivalent of old coach uh, general manager Ryan Greg Ryan Grigson. I thought you were going to get at uh, the Texans coach. Oh, Bill O'Brien, who's you believe is a hack? Yeah, right? Bill O'Brien is a hack. What? I think Mark Bergevin. I have nothing against him, but he may also be sort of a hack because. Uh, Bergevin has made some questionable moves. You are right about that. And I really think, I really think he was trying to 
Uh, we'll have a, a quick update right after right until we get into it. Um, but I really think Bergevin was trying to save his back for the Ajo deal, and I think he would have gotten a huge extension, mm-hmm. and he would have been fine. The Canadians would have been much better if they had signed Sebastian Ajo. But uh, Carolina wasn't going to let that go. And personally, Montreal doesn't have enough horses in the carriage. They don't have enough horses in the barn to go. They just don't have enough players. Yeah. Dolby's a fantastic player. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. He's a much more offensively talented player than his father, Ty. Yeah. But, I mean, what what do you have to say? I Yeah, I agree. Bergevin should uh, be canned. Yeah, he's got to go after this year. Uh, update. Oh, and one thing. They've lost not one, but two eight losing streaks, the Canadians, this season. Two eight-game two eight losing streaks? Yes. That's a sign. For the mecca of so. hockey, this is not good. This is – Yeah. When they lose, I don't know why they're not they, – the the fans have not been demanding to get rid of Bergevin. I know. And I understand he was a French. He was one of the good French Canadian players. I understand he was a great blue. He really he really speaks for Quebec. That's his home. He wants to win a championship for his province. I get that. But, but at the time same time, is a time to move yes. on. Yes. Like exactly. Said, when there's a when there's a team that loses eight straight uh, regular season games twice, that may be a sign that between the season it should over be. and the general manager's done. It should be. Now, I know you have said this, and I know other friends of mine and other colleagues have said to get rid of Claude Julien. Claude Julien. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, I say no. No. I don't no. think Claude Julien has the problem. The no. problem is Mark Bergevin. Yes, Claude Julien is fine. All right, so uh, update. Uh, New Jersey and Ottawa. New Jersey has led this game for the entire way until now. Chris Tierney, the former Shark, scores the go-ahead goal for Ottawa with 9.30 left. Uh, Senators fans, your team Chris is, Tierney, uh, your team is in the leading. Goal. Chris Tierney, former Shark. Yep, he was yeah. in the Eric Carlson trade. Oh. We'll get into that as well because that was a large – that's a that's a large uh, circumstance. We'll get into that. We'll actually – I think one of the points we'll talk about in the show is we'll go over um, some of the, the, the draft prospects. Yeah, I think the draft is always interesting around now, especially when you get into the because the AHL is in the middle of their season. They're right now in the the AHL right now is their All Star game. Is it really? Yeah, so right in the middle of their season. So uh, Toronto is going ready to start the third period. How about this? Twenty two shots on Pekka Rinne, four goals for the Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. What a Maple Leafs needed a win. Leafs are about Maple Leafs needed a win. They do. And they look like they're getting it. You're getting goals by – and you're not getting goals decent. by big players. I know. They've been decent since they've gone. Nylander. Okay. That's a great player. Zach Hyman is a decent guy, right? He's a decent player. Rasmus Sandin's first NHL uh, uh, goal ever. Yeah. And then old, then old man Jason Spezza. Yeah. That's a goal. Good. The only thing Nashville can muster is Granlin. We're not roasting you, Predators fans. Just stating the obvious. We know the facts are a little painful. On uh, Dallas, we have an end of second period. We're 1-1. One, one. Uh, Dennis Gurionov is the guy who scored for Dallas. Gurionov. Wow. Has, I mean, I got, look, after we go through the score, I want to talk about uh, a, a, a part of Dallas I don't know how much you know about. But uh, Stamkos got the goal for Tampa Bay. How does Dallas get so many great defensemen? It's just unbelievable. How do they – I don't understand how they draft so well. You want to talk about Gurionov. You talk about Heishkin. Heishkin is turning into a beast. Well, he is a beast. You talk about Klingberg, who scored that overtime game winner last year in the playoffs against the Predators. 
Uh, this team just keeps on Essa Lindell. This team keeps on cranking out these great European defensemen, especially Finnish guys, time and time and time again. What a what an organization Dallas uh, uh, Dallas is uh, running out. So I'm going to go now and, and type up the NHL uh, prospects. But when I go with the NHL prospects rankings, I want to talk to you about Eric Carlson. Uh, you know that Eric Carlson with the trade deal that I don't know if you realize uh, – Let me say this. Uh, Thomas, the Sharks have not been good. No, they haven't. The Ottawa Senators still own another first-round pick. Really? And it's going to be – it's whatever pick San Jose has this year is going to go directly to Ottawa. Oh, yeah, for sure. Ottawa could have the fourth pick and the sixth pick in the draft. Ottawa's going to have – some really good players, and they could definitely win the lottery. That's that's a good point. And we they look should. at Alexis Lafreniere. I know you're not too into rookies, but have you watched Alexis Lafreniere? No, I have. I have. You should really. you sh- you should watch some film of him. Um, um some of our hockey viewer uh, listeners, excuse me, that have watched the the World Juniors, that have watched uh, up in Quebec in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League have watched uh, Ramuski, which is the amateur club of Alexis Lafreniere, which we know is the alma mater club of the one Sidney Crosby used to play there. Uh, Lafreniere is almost breaking all of his records. His speed, his passing, a big kid too. He's a big kid, big lanky guy, can really shoot the puck. But at this point, to me, Lafreniere, usually you'll have a team that will say, we want the number one player because we want the number one player. There's one specific team in the National Hockey League, unlike other years, that needs Alexis Lafreniere, like uh, like humans need oxygen. You want to guess what team that is? Go ahead, tell me. Detroit Red Wings. Oh, yeah. Absolutely need Alex- Alexis Lafreniere. Yes, they've been score on pucks. I would want it, but they need a guy like that, to, to excitement, to score goals, mm-hmm. to, to, to pass the puck well. And you want to talk about mentors – like we had Doc with Kane this year. We've had Olofsson with Eichel. Mm-hmm. Lafreniere and, and Larkin would fit in absolutely uh, correctly. As a Devils fan, I would love to have Lafreniere. But oh, yeah. even if the Devils miss the playoffs, I don't think they're getting number one pick again. No, I don't think If they, they did, though, that would be amazing. And I would be very happy to snag Lafreniere. Uh, Quentin Byfield, also from Sudbury, is a good center. But to me... The guy that stands out is Hendrik Lapierre, who's another French-Canadian uh, superstar. He's got the shot that we haven't seen in a long yes. time. Alexis Lafreniere uh, – no, excuse me. Hendrik Lapierre has an athletic shot that could just wire through any goaltender. And that's a firecracker. I mean, the stuff that he, he does, he can do. I love Lapierre. La if he dropped to the Devils, I think he would be perfect. So yeah, no doubt. That's uh, that's that three-two Devils, two-two uh, Senators still four-one Leafs tie game. Uh, Tampa Bay and Dallas. Uh, we're going to come to a close to our show soon, 
But I just want the last part because I know you're so passionate about it, buddy. Yes. I want you to give us a Seattle spiel. Well, Seattle, they're going to be my second favorite team soon. <clears throat> okay, but enough of that. So many of you have known, Seattle is getting a hockey team not too far from now. About a year and a half from now, in the start of the 2021-22 season. Right. But we still don't know their team name yet. No. As, uh, recent news, rumors from... Yeah, we know their general manager. Yeah. We know team. it's going to be Ronnie Francis, but yeah, we don't Ron know anything Francis. else about... Ron, no, they're... Okay. The general manager, his name is, obviously you all know, Ron Francis, and the team president, Todd Lewicki. Um, we have not heard... Todd uh, Lewicki worked for some other organization. Yes, too. he was former CEO for the Lightning and former CEO right. for the Seahawks. Tampa Bay. Yeah, That's he right. went to the Stanley Cup final with them in 2015. And then he, he, immediately, left the, uh, he immediately stepped down after they lost in the final to Chicago. But other than that, uh, I'm so eager to see this name get their... Uh, Seattle reveal their team name, and I cannot wait for I know this day. sounds weird, and I would never want this to happen, as the Wings are one of the teams I do root for. Yes. But... Do you think there's a slight chance in that place down there that Lewicki could snatch Iserman from the Red Wings because they're good friends and they work together in Tampa Bay? He worked with Brice Lebois and he worked with Iserman. Do you think there's a chance he would be able to take him from Illich in the Wings or no chance? I'm I gonna, think it'd be nice, but I don't think Iserman. I'm going to say no at right. the moment because, like I said, they got Ron Francis, who I think is going to do a phenomenal job as a general manager. And they, not only that, they got solid ownership. Principal owner David Bonderman, who you, who was, I'm sure some of you may know, he used to be the, I think he still is today, former minority owner for the Boston Celtics. And as a assistant co-owner, you got longtime Hollywood film pro, uh, producer Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah, I think of when you think of. When you think of guys like like Nino Niederreiter and you th- not Nino Niederreiter, excuse me, uh, Ron Francis did a great job in developing. Ron Francis did a wonderful job developing Kevin uh, Taravainen yeah. and some of the other. So. Um, Rod Francis, if you remember, he traded for Tevu Taravainen in yes. the, when Chicago was unloading their players. Uh, Ronnie Francis did so much great work with Carolina, building them into the team they were before they got fired. It's kind of like the Ron Hextall. Yes. The Ron Hextall did a similar thing with the Flyers. Yes. And I thought he was going to go to Seattle. But that, that's the organization. They've got the right type of uh, a mindset. And I think – they will be making a lot of trades come the the uh, uh, what's it called the lottery not the lottery the expansion draft expansion draft yes that's what Vegas did they made a lot more trades than they did picks yes and they picked players that they didn't necessarily want but they knew other teams wanted and traded for players that they were able already able to get by way of trades they were able to get two Florida Panthers that analytically were great and have been great and have been superstars for Vegas Jonathan Marshall. Riley Smith. So let's see if Seattle can do that. But the teams are going to prepare a lot better than they did for Vegas. They know what Vegas did. Mm-hmm. And you know what three teams are you know what three teams can really attest that Vegas is dangerous. The Los Angeles Kings, the San Jose Sharks, and the Winnipeg Jets. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with Seattle. It's gonna be exciting. Yes. It's gonna be absolutely exciting. And, and we I know think- what Gary Bettman has said. And Jim Benning has agreed with him uh-huh. that the rivalry up northwest with, Vancouver with the Canucks is going to be huge. Great. And um, they should we should have a team name being revealed within a month or two. I say March delay. So 
What do you what do you think the name of totems, Seattle's gonna be? Totems. Totems. Seattle Totems, and you make and you put this on record. You take the Thunderbirds out of the Western Hockey League. You make them an AHL team. You have the Thunderbirds with the totem and your Seattle Totems. That's a great. That's a great marketing. And they can play in and they, and they can play in the same arena. And the AHL players can basically they're going from a 15 minute drive from the AHL facility to the practice rink of the NHL team. That's the best thing you can do. We're not talking Chicago Wolves to Vegas people. We're talking Seattle to Seattle. Yes, and they're also going to be playing in the arena where the Sonics previously played. That arena is amazing. It is. Have and, you uh, seen how they built that stadium? They're actually it's looking really good right now. If you if you guys haven't seen the uh, recent construction of the Key Arena, Google it. It's really yeah, check so check uh, really check it out. Check it out definitely. And, um, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna to, just do some score. One more thing to wrap up with Seattle. Yeah. How do you think of the ownership between David Bonderman and Jerry Bruckheimer? What the ownership think? is stellar. It's it's there. Uh, we'll just do some score. Updates here. Uh, Devils are trailing by a goal. 444. They got 43 shots on Nielsen. He's been great. 3 to 2 Ottawa. 4 1 still leaves. It looks like it's going to stay that way. We're still tied in the third period in Texas between the Lightning and the Stars. And obviously, as we told you guys at the beginning of the show, just recap Capitals beat the Canadians 4 to 2. Your game winning goal scored by Jake Frana in the third period, his 23rd of the season. Vancouver and St. Louis later today. It's actually gonna. They're actually gonna drop the puck in any minute, and San Jose and Anaheim in about 30, 25 minutes from now. Hope you guys enjoyed this as we enjoyed making this. This is end to end. Signing off on the power play. And um, again.